Okay. Advocate for whole shit. Advocate for whole shit. Advocate for whole shit. Advocate for whole shit. to another episode of Ho and Tell. I am your girl, Sex with Ashley, and here I have my co-host, Crystal the Oracle. Hi. Hi, Hi Crystal. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this episode was like the first time, and this is not even like a story story, but this episode was the first time my like body had a reaction during a Ho and Tell episode. Oh, really? Mm, mm-hmm. It was like, oh listening to this it's like oh okay i will say <laughs> i will say that i like this episode because he was talking from a male perspective and i think that i think men need to hear need to hear how to improve sex from other men yes for sure. It's a little bit of a long one. It is. Um, it is. But it's a good one. So we're going to let you guys mm-hmm. hear it. And we'll be back in a second. All right, guys. So we have a, another whole and tell this week. And so I like the whole and tells from the men because we have a lot of female energy on whole and tail and nothing's wrong with it but i do like to change it up every now and again so today we have a man who has he wants to share his whole and tail his name is mark hello mark what's going on how you doing miss ashley i am good so first of all mark is he is not anonymous so he was totally okay with his voice and his name um being um <laughs> attached to this episode now i have no idea what mark's getting ready to say so I, I have no idea how what, what the story is involved or how detailed it's going to be. Um, so we'll see. So Mark also has a um, a sexual wellness business as well. So Mark, tell the people about your business and then we'll get started with the story. Okay. Um, my name is Mark. Uh, I go by a couple of different nicknames. One of them is Kelso, um, the human Hitachi. Um, I have a show. I actually have two shows. Uh, one that I'm in process of working on called a humble braggers podcast and i have a a weekly web show that i do called toy bar um what i do is i do a brief description of toys and certain different types of sexual positions sexual wellness in a sense Mm. um and i make a drink that's like my signature because i got like an old school bar in my man cave and i turned it into kind of like a production studio um, I do have an online toy store uh, called MySexRoom.net. It's all one word. And uh, that pretty much sums me up. So I know this is not why you called in, but what, what made you get into the sex toy game? Because I don't really see a lot of Black men who are dildo pushers. So what made you get into the game? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, one of the main things was that I wanted to touch on the market uh, that I feel is not touched on that much. And it's the fact that a lot of a lot of our people um, in the communities of color has like a strong taboo against it, mainly guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it will help their relationships a lot, um, their marriages a lot and things of that nature if they understood their woman 
and or a partner a lot better with how to please them. Uh, I think that it's more to sex than just the average traditional sex. Uh, what made me get into toys, um, I was fresh out of high school back in uh, 97. I worked in a couple of toy stores in Chicago, Illinois, where I'm from. And then I migrated down here to Atlanta, where I live at currently. And then I worked at a couple of toy stores here in Atlanta. Um, and the rest is history from there. So my goal, my mission overall is to provide as much wellness and as much understanding to couples as possible to get men in tuned into wanting to accept it and things of that nature because like for example if this guy's out there like me that believe in playing with toys and believe in presenting toys to the bedroom and they meet your girl you're gonna have a problem that is true um that is true i have one of my i'm trying to figure out how to word this somebody that I'm, i see see saw dated date <laughs> uh <laughs> He doesn't, he's older. He, well, he's in his 40s. He doesn't like toys. We had a conversation about it. And it's not really his thing. For me, that's okay. Because anybody who knows me knows um, I kind of like do the whole poly thing. So there's, a, there's like a roster of people that I see at one point in time. So, yeah, yeah. so I was like, that's cool. Because, you know, when I need to get like, you know, kinky, I know I have somebody for that. But I would, I don't know. I don't know how our relationship would be if he was just if it was just him and he was like nah totally against it and it i don't i don't think it would fare very i don't think it would last very long it wouldn't it honestly it wouldn't it wouldn't yeah. I, I don't think that it would um i honestly uh not the I, and you know we all brag to a certain extent <laughs> and wow granny hum, humble braggers um but what i will say is is that I don't think that any woman out there that I've dealt with has had any complaints or problems with me sexually, probably because I like to introduce things to the bedroom. You know what I mean? I like I all type of stuff. I, I try to get a feel for um, the style of the woman, what she likes, what turns her on. Um, you know, you have a lot of women that's mainly clitoral. Like I listen to a lot of your content and stuff you said, mainly clitoral. So with that, you know, you got to go with like a nice body wand or a nice clip massage or something like that. Try to tell the guys you could incorporate yourself with it. There are different ways you could use the body wand. The guy can have the girl lay on her back, a uh, proper couple of pillows underneath her while she's, you know, her bottom region is like up in the air, missionary style. He can, it's easier for him to hold her legs up uh, while he's stroking her and she can hold the body wand right in the right spot. Um, and that's the same thing with with doggy style. She could turn around and hold it in the correct spot while, you know, while he's doing his thing doggy style. They also have several different uh, sexual pillows that you could use uh, to enhance that moment. So let's uh, talk. I mean, so let's talk about yeah. right quick. How do you use toys on you? Uh, like male masturbators. Yeah. Or, yeah, or I, any I, type of sex toys. Does your partner ever use a sex toy on you? Yes. Uh, what I like the most is um, I do. I, I'm not going to lie. I do like the body ones mm -hmm. um, for, you know, like when I'm when she's giving me oral. I like the body one to be like in my testicle region mm -hmm. and underneath the testicles right there at the prostate. And like when I'm getting ready to when I'm getting ready to nut for her to take the body one and push 
pushed down in between the base of the penis and the and the testicle or scrotum area, mm-hmm. man, I I shoot all over the place. Like that is the bomb. I love it. Okay, that's good to know because you know I've used sex toys on men for you know a lot of a lot of years. Um, mm-hmm. but there, but there's, <laughs> though there's, but there are still some men like the one I I'm currently seeing who are not into it. So, like, what would you say to a dude, a, a black man who's like, um, yeah, this is not my jam? And because I asked him, and I was like, so why aren't you into sex toys? It's just not my thing. And I said, well, how would you know, how would you know if, if it was your thing or not if you never tried it? Now, normally what I would do, I, I give people this advice all the time because people ask me, so how do you do if you know, if, if you have a dude who's, because it wants try sex toys. So typically in the past, what I've done is I let a dude like pick out a toy that he tried on mm-hmm. me, but typically those men also were receptive. They, they were kind of like on the fence. So it wasn't mm. as hard of a decision for me to be like you know let's try something because they were like "Eh, i never use one but you know i guess i can see or you know i never use one but you know maybe it wasn't like a hard no now in this particular situation with me um i'm not like i said i'm not really pressed either way because one i'm not about to marry you that's first thing two (laughs) i have somebody who does everything i need when i need them to too as well so so it's not like i'm like pressed i like him he's great company i realize there are people for different areas in your life and he's just not the kinky one that's it He, he he brings other things to the table so i use him for those other things if someone had one person and that person was like, you know, my dude. And they were like, well, this is not something I would I would want. What would you say to a man to get him to use a toy? Well, for one, I like to think of it from, from my aspect. First of all, um, we as men, quite naturally, we want to definitely please our women. We, that is like, that is like the number one thing. Um, a lot of us are trained in a sense or taught with our upbringing that what we do far as with with our with our penis or with our mouths pretty much takes care of everything that that does the deed um one of the things i would do like you said i the, one of the main questions is i would you know of course i would say you know i'm not trying to be offensive you know this is what i do this is you know you are here so you know, obviously you, you know, for whatever reason, you want to listen to what I have to say somewhat. And then I would just ask and kind of get a feel around the reasons why. And then I would use certain things as an example. Like I would let them know, like, if you use your tongue on a woman, that, that is a, think of that as a placebo, a very good placebo for sex toys. So imagine that feeling that you're giving her if you know you're giving her the best oral sex ever or you fingering her or whatever, um, or flogging, bds whatever you're doing likewise, like you said, you're telling him to pick out something to play with you with. If, if you're giving her the feeling physically already with your mouth and with your hands and your abilities, imagine what this toy could do or what this toy could do. And then a lot of the times the guys might say, Oh, no, 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 man, I'm good. That's man against machine. And then that's always break that scenario down to every man. If it's not you doing it, unfortunately, if there's somebody 
intriguing her interests or turning her on, she may gravitate that way. And once they get a hold of her, you know, you you definitely gonna start to have more problems in the bedroom. So I try to I try to give it to them, try to give it to the gentleman in in that perspective or whatever. And then sometimes they say, okay, well, well, show me what you got, man. And one side that that's my green light. So that's when I start to pull everything out and I then I detail describe what it does. I'll pull up YouTube videos uh, from Pornhub and everything. See, this is what the body one does to the woman. This is what this does. This is what, you know, I show them like tutorial videos and stuff just to give them a feel of what they can do. Then I'll lay down, uh, lay out a uh, imaginary scenario that the guy can play with the woman while using the toy, whatever it is. And that usually works. And that's good. And I think, I don't know who your market is towards, geared towards, but like if you, you know, geared your market towards black men and just educating them on toy usage, um, how to use a toy on a woman. And then also I have them to be like how to use toys on themselves for pleasure as well. Like mm-hmm. I think that, that that's a game changer because I think men, and if you're a man, so if I'm wrong, you can tell me, I think they're just intimidated. And I also think that we are as black people are so like <sighs> hyper, we don't know how to, hyper, we don't know how to fuck. Er, that and then everything is like gay to us right we, we're so we're so homophobic and we're scared that oh no that no i don't need that that's gay <laughs> you know i don't do yeah, that that's, gay. Yeah. And, and I, that's, that's what we exactly we associate I mean, everything with being gay and that's just not and that's so that's so ignorant i mean as long as you you're definitely comfortable and you know your sexuality you know who you are you know what you do and what you don't do um, you know, I, I catch a lot of that. I catch a lot of feedback. A lot of people say different things or whatever. I know who I am, you know, and I'm, you know, I, I'm comfortable with who I am. I'm good with it. And my thing is, it my main focus is couples. But like you said, more geared towards the men, the, the men with pleasing the women. But it's definitely couples. Yeah. I got to get you. Listen, you got to get down here to Atlanta. I got to get you get you on Toy Bar. And I'm moving to Atlanta in the summer. So. All right. Well, we definitely we we're definitely going to set a date for that. That's going to be epic. That's going to be fun. Yeah. But I do. I do think that creating educational videos or creating content on Instagram geared specifically for black men on toy um, on just toy education and toy usage and how to use and toys for themselves would be a great market for you because they don't have it and I also learned like people don't know things because people are not talking one of my friends this other dude I used to talk to he, mm-hmm. was, he was talking about um you know getting your booty ate he had he had experience where a woman ate his booty and Ooh. he was like you know at first it's kind of like oh you know what's happening here like he didn't really know what the, what was happening he know how to feel really until you know, it was, I mean, it, he know it felt good. So he kept doing, he let her do it. Um, And then he, you know, was talking to his other friends and they're like, oh yeah, man, we, we done that. We, we, we done that. He's like, what? You never heard nothing about it. So he felt more comfortable <laughs> after talking to his other male friends and like, oh, okay. This is the thing that y'all doing. I don't think enough men talk about toys out loud. That's why people are still hesitant or they still feel uncomfortable about the conversation about using them. <laughs> Exactly. We don't like I am my regular job that I work, my family, my friends. I'm always looked at as, oh, that's that's Kale. That's the that's the freaky motherfucker. That's the 
if I got a sexual question, that's who I act. I have friends call me in the middle of the night uh, while I'm at work. People at work and everything, they they literally walk up and ask questions. What did you think I should do? What do you think I should wear for him? You know, these, these are like female co-workers or something. And I, I give them a rundown. Like, I think that looks nice. Or you should do this with this. Or Yeah. So cool, cool, cool. Pretty much what's going on with with all of that so let's get into we, we got off topic but you know that's good i think that's good information for people to have so let's get into this whole entail so what story <laughs> are you going to share with us today is the story you involving a toy now i feel like you should have one of those stories well i mean i got a ton of stories i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna talk about a story involving a toy i was i was gonna actually talk about a person um that i had met and I recently just got a follow from them on Instagram and I clicked on their page and I see that they have an OnlyFans now. Mm-hmm. So this was like maybe 1998, 99. Mm-hmm. I went to Miami. Um, I had a friend from uh, Miami or uh, whatever and drove down there for Memorial Day weekend. So we were, uh, we were in the club or whatever and I met this girl, met her at the club and um we left outside of the club. So we were all kind of like standing outside on um, Collins, on Collins Avenue. So my buddy, he had a Cadillac. So we uh, we got in the Cadillac and me and the girl, we was kissing and everything for about 30, 40 minutes or whatever. So I asked her, uh, did she have a room? And she was like, yeah, I got a room or whatever. So we walked for about maybe 30, 40 minutes. We walked to her room. So we went to her room and she had like a friend that was kind of like, lounging around like in the living room area of the room so I went into the bathroom with her and we were taking a shower whatever so you know those little shower heads that could detach off Mm -hmm. so we were showering we were washing you know washing up with each other I was washing up she was washing me up so I was taking the shower head and I turned the stream on where it's just like straight strong water mm-hmm. now mind you the water the temperature of the water was already kind of like on hell you know how y'all women like y'all water like on hell and we could barely stand it mm-hmm. so I'm rinsing off or whatever so I'm rinsing like past her a butt crack or whatever um so she like wait wait, wait 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 and right when she said like the last wait all of a sudden it was just like boom and i stood back up against the wall in the shower and i was like what the fuck you ever seen the movie hall pass and you remember when the girl sneezed and like she sharted everywhere I saw Hall pass. Um, I don't remember that part. It's been a minute. So the okay, so the girl took a shit. That's what she that was. Shouted, shouted all over me. <laughs> oh, I was thinking that she like you know was squirting or some. It was a shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Was she was she drunk or something? She was definitely drunk. She was drunk as shit. So, um, yeah, and she was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." And she was trying to wash me off or whatever. I was like, don't, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Um, and, you know, I showered myself or whatever. And she was still like trying to have sex or whatever. So I left up out of her room. I went back to my room and like detoxed my soul. Like right. I washed, I washed everywhere. Like I couldn't believe that that had happened. And I've only told this story like maybe two times out of my entire life. 
And that's what made me think about it when I was messaging you like, hey, I got a story to tell you because that it brought it back to my mind. You know how cer certain things you put in the back of your mind, like I ain't gonna never talk about this shit again. I don't want to. I don't ever want to think about this shit. So I have a question. So was it like diarrhea liquid? Was yes. It like yes. Ooh, yes. Yes. So okay. So okay. Yeah. And it like and then it got all over you, like on your face. Nah, not on my not on my face. Like uh, from the lower chest region down. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Thank, thank, thank God. I, I don't mean to God, Lord. I'm sorry about that, but yeah, but yeah. Thank goodness. It, it could, it could have been, um, it could have been worse, um, because it could have gotten your face in your mouth, and you know, and yeah. I don't, I don't do well with <laughs> with uh bodily fluids of any kind, like throw up or pee. Yeah, I mean, pee's fine, yeah. but like throw up or blood or you know, do poop. I just can't. Um, yeah, that's a no no for me. It went babies. Like I know when the babies, um, when they're young, they had those blowouts. I'm like, throw the whole baby away. I can start a new one. I can, I can start over. Let's throw, <laughs> let's throw the whole baby in trash. Like this is a lot. <laughs> I even got like a, a hair phobia. I don't like hair, like in the sink, like the the little balled up pieces of hair and stuff in the sink. I don't even like that. Like I am, like yeah, that's a that's a no no. That's a no no. So I have a question. This, this is this is back to this is this is toy related though. Back back toy related because I think the toy conversation is a good conversation. So I'm gonna go back to that right quick. So your first experience having someone use a toy on you, like roughly how old were you? Mm. I know exactly how old I was. I was uh nineteen. And, oh, you started um, early. Yes, yes, yes. I actually um. I actually lost my virginity on my 17th birthday. No, 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 16, 16. So question, um, so the person who used a toy on you, were they your same age or were they older? They were older. This woman was, this woman was like maybe 27, 28. Okay. And I was actually working at the, uh, at the sex toy store and she came in with her friend. And she was flirting and I was flirting back. And she was like, what time you get off? And I told her, I get off at 1230. She said, I'm going to come back and get you. So I thought she was joking. And like about 12, 10, 12, 20, she walked in there by herself. All her friends was gone. So we went back to her house. Mm -hmm. um, like, no lie, this, this woman had a pail, a, a long ass pail that she slid from underneath her bed and popped it open and it was just like a ton of toys and you know I, I was young back then like I, I had a lot of energy but like like once I was done like in between it, it was just like she was it was just like once she started she couldn't stop like she would grab a toy and she just started playing with herself and fingering herself till I got back hard and got back with it got back in it like it was just like a non-stop thing um but yeah, she did. That was the first time I had like vibration around my testicles and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So yeah, like that that was bomb. Like I I did like. I wasn't expecting you to say nineteen. I thought you was gonna be like thirty or something. I wasn't expecting mm -mm. You to be, like out the gate nineteen. So since nineteen, you've been using toys with sex ever since. She, she turned you out. That's what I'm guessing. Yep. And right now, and I'm forty two right now. So. 
I mean, the game it, it just elevated like over the years and stuff like that. I was, you know, before I even knew that people were doing it or whatever, like I was the guy that would go to the stores and go or go to Walgreens or and buy like vibrating cock rings mm-hmm. and use those doing sex and stuff like that. I, I, you know, I was just, I was just, I've always been a fan of it. Like I've always been a fan of sex in general. So have you ever had to convince a partner, a woman partner to use a toy on them? Because sometimes even women don't like toys. Uh, yes, I have quite a few, quite a few. Um, I can think of a incident back in my college years. Uh, this was like around that 98, 99-ish time um, where I was with a couple of different women. And it wasn't body ones. It was more like, uh, I forget the company, but they used to have like these little small silicone like bullet things and you click the top and they they had like a strong vibration. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I used to, that used to be my thing. I used to always tell a, you know, tell a female like, hold this on your clit while, while, I'm, while I'm fucking you. Or, you, you know, I would use it on them or whatever. I would use it on them while I'm giving them oral sex. Like while I'm sucking on the clit or whatever, I open it up a little bit. I take the vibrator and I shake up and down, go up and down and around that area, or whatever. And that's a good yeah. time, my dear Martin. That's a good. That's a, that's a good time. You need to teach that to other people. You have classes that you can teach men <laughs> on how to eat with a vibrator. That's a class. Like that's a whole class. I'm dead ass here. I didn't know that. I honestly didn't didn't know that. I I, I figured that it that it wasn't. I didn't that it wasn't that hard. It's not you know, it's, common it's, knowledge. It's simple. It's simple anatomy. Here lies the clit. Here lies the 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 vulva. Here's the lips. Here's now, where you kiss. Here's where you suck. And here's where you lick. Now you've been now you've been a man your whole life, right? And you've been black your whole life as well. So now I'm not a man, but I've been black, and I know, and I've dealt with black men. Now you know some of y'all at like y'all know what y'all doing now, and they don't, y'all need any advancement. Now I will say. You know, there are some men who are great at eating coochie, right? Great, mm-hmm. amazing. But if, if even with them, they feel like because they do, uh, they do a great job, or or they they have a great stroke game that they don't need anything else. And like, and I try to tell people like, it's it's this is good, true, but you can also enhance it and like think about. If you are amazing already at giving head and you add a vibrate, like that is like amazing time 10. That's like soul snatching type of shit. Yes. And so I I really do like teach a class. I need for you to teach a class on Zoom for the fellas, like how to eat pussy with a vibrator for your girl. That's a class that they need to sign up for. I'm going to put, you know what? I promise you, I'm going to put one together. And I'm gonna chat with you on it in your DM and and through email or whatever. We'll we'll put something together where where you could uh, do a feature on it and stuff like that. So yeah, we'll put something together. That's that's good. I don't know. I don't need to be featured. I need you to teach it. Cause I listen. Oh, I'm oh I'm gonna teach it. I'm yeah, gonna be. The I'll teacher. share it though. But people need people need this type of um, awareness because again, men. Some now, like I said, I've had men who are into shit. I've had men. Who are not into shit? I've had men who mm-hmm. I had to teach shit. So the most, the most men, most of my sexual experiences are with men who 
either hinge on the I'm not into it or I have to teach you. There's not that many who were already who were already where I was at when I met them. Those are mm. pretty few. Um, I, now I like the teachable ones, like the ones who are receptive. Like, all right, you know, I'll try. It. Those are those okay because I know I can work with that. It's just it, and but the getting the ones who are like, nah, I'm good to being receptive is the is the hurdle and i think if they had another brother who you know fuck bitches too <laughs> then they would be like all right he do that like yeah yeah definitely. they would be more open and, rece- and receptive so another question that's it's replaced to toys it's, it's, this is where we're talking this this conference is going on toys day what what uh, what is your all-time i guess favorite you said a wand right didn't you say the wand's your favorite toy uh to use on to, i mean you know there there are a lot of different ones you mean like on me either or on a woman what both what's what is your favorite toy um well on me definitely i like uh i like the they have these these things called zolo balls it looks like a little pool ball and you open it up and it's like a rubbery texture and you pour you pour some lube in there, and you stretch it over yourself, and it stretches, and you can just stroll back and forth. But it got oh, grooves in it. They're like little egg things, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And they got grooves in it. Like those feel amazing. And another good thing about them, another one of the great features that I use them for, I flip them inside out, mm-hmm. and those same texture grooves I stick inside of a woman while I'm giving them oral. Mm-hmm. And like massage the G spot area and inside of them while I'm giving them oral sex. So Teach the I people, love right? Teach the people. <laughs> <laughs> Teach the people. Yeah, yeah I, I like those. And far as with women, I mean, it, y'all are probably the most amazing creature ever made. Um, the body one definitely hands down goes down as the number one thing um but i like exciting things too like i like um i like being blindfolded um blindfolded sometimes tied up to a chair don't know what's going on little kissing little licking um and i i mean i like the excitement of that i got like some over the door cuffs i like to put the woman over the door in the cuffs and blindfold her and use like some neuro massage oil and I got one of those I got those massage guns uh that they use for sports and sports related injuries and stuff like that but they feel amazing like I use those I don't hold on pause I don't know what a massage gun is what describe what that is and what it does I don't know what that is okay so it it literally looks it looks like a, a exercise gun and what it does is you can control the level and the 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 head of it, it, it you put different attachments on it and it goes in and out real fast. Like kind of it kind of reminds you of like a Brookstone back massager in a sense. So you can put different attachments on it to massage different parts of the body. So those are pretty good. What I love the most outside of like the actual toys is the leading up to point Mm -hmm. that means foreplay and stuff like that because i'm not touching a woman if she's not wet i'm i'm not going there if she's not wet like she has to be fully engaged and ready for what we are about to do so i'm going to ask this question because the people are going to want to know because you already gave out your instagram and your facebook are you single i'm married okay so are you married are you married and open 
Um, say is this <laughs> with all due respect. My wife like pussy too. So um I mean I mean we 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 good. Okay. Good. I, I ask that because every episode men or I have people that feature men in their stories, my um emails in my inbox lights up and you you know gave your information so I'm and you sound like you know what you're doing. So I'm pretty sure that people are going to want to know. So that's why I ask. So should people hop in your inbox yes or no yes definitely without a question i'm i'm totally cool with that okay ladies so there is that i'm sure y'all want to know wait i will tell you i'm now i i'm gonna tell you a whole and tell story about one of the threesomes we had so we have been going back and forth with this woman um that we met on a site mm-hmm. and basically we we met up with her, so we we all went out or whatever. We went out and ate, laughed, joked, and we went back to the house, um, to our house. So I went and took a shower. They were all they had already taken a shower, or whatever. So they were laying in the bed, kissing, doing their thing or whatever. So I get out of the shower, get in the bed with them and everything. So my wife keeps looking at me with like this crazy ass look on her face and I'm like why is she looking like that why is she looking like that so she never like actually went like down on the girl so I was down like I looked down in that area whatever like I'm like let me see what the fuck going on yo this lady the lady lips like look like lasagna and I guess it had turned my wife off or whatever but we still you know we still did the you know, went went through that one. But uh yeah, we never called her back or anything like that. Yeah, because you know, I didn't know this until um a couple months back. So I was in a um body sex with Bay Dawson. Bay Dawson is a famous she's she died a couple months ago. She's a famous um sex educator who teaches masturbation orgasm for women. And oh, wow. so yeah, and so I was in her class um back in pandemic last year. And part of the class is about, it's called genital show and tell. And during genital show and tell, everybody shows their vulvas, right, to everybody else. And then there's these pictures that they show you of different vulva styles. So Mm -hmm. I did not know that there were as many different styles of coochie as you know, it was because (laughs) the the coochie, I've, I've seen very limited amounts of coochie you know, I've seen more dick than coochie. So like, you know, penises for the most part, basically all look the same for the most part. You know, you have someone's bigger, smaller, girthier, but for the most part, they all pretty much look the same. Um, you know, some balls hang lower than others, but that's pretty much like the, the differences. Um, but like, I was so intrigued, like to see all these different styles, you know, on porn, coochie all look the same. Right. And mm-hmm. seeing coochie, the ones I've seen close up, they pretty, they look, you know, pretty whatever standard coochie looks like. And so, like, I'm not going to see, oh, let me see, let me see your coochie girl. I'm like, I'm not doing that. So, like, like I said, I, I was intrigued to see all these different styles of labia lips. And I'm like, oh, dang, like, people, like, people's lips look like that. I was just, I was just mm-hmm. really intrigued. And I think that is important for women to go through a process similar to, similar to that. Because I had some woman who inboxed me and she was like, is my coochie normal? Um, because 
I must I didn't look at it at the time, but I'm guessing that's because she um her, her vagina didn't look what the standard looked like or someone mm. told her back in the day that this probably looks weird. So I think it's important for women to know that one, you know, there's different styles of, of coochie um and that just cuz yours may not look like the porn doesn't mean anything's wrong with it. It just looks how it looks like, you know, just it's just what it is, you know. So I think that's important that I say that and then that women also know that everybody's stuff could look different. I don't have yeah. I don't I don't have a reference for coochies again. I haven't seen that many, but from that class, <laughs> I learned that it's it's a lot of different styles, a lot of different ones. Yeah, that one that one definitely threw us off. I I, I will say that I in this point in the game, I've I've seen a whole lot of them and I've I honestly, I've never seen one like that. Like, that was like, whoa. Like, yeah. Not to that extreme. Yeah. Not to that extreme. So, yeah. I, I mean, it, it, listen, we all are, you know, we all are, We all are, we all are the same, but created differently. Yes, we are. We are. We all are uniquely different. And so, mm-hmm. her, you know, culture just look like a violence. But I'm sure it tastes the same, smells the same. The same. Yeah, I mean, she was good. Yeah, yeah, she was good. It was just that, yeah, that party just it, it was, it it was a no go for the like the um oral part of everything. That was like a no go, and they kind of threw it off a little bit because it was like a lot of shit talking back and forth for like weeks before we actually all got together to to do it. But yeah. So did you guys talk to her again? And did, did she want to link up with you again? Or did you mention why you didn't want to link up with her? Um uh she she reached out uh to my wife a few times afterwards, but yeah, like she my wife like completely, you know, unresponsive and everything. I think she took off her social media and everything. At one point they was friends on social media. She took off social media and everything. So I mean, and the girl, she never had um my direct number she had i had like another another phone that i was using so she had that number um but yeah we i mean we never touched bases with her again not that one well that's kind of unfortunate but you know it, you know you, you <laughs> as you get older you you know you i've done things now that i'm older and know better i'm like that probably wasn't the best thing to do at the time but you know that's a part of you know life you make you do things and you learn you learn better next time mm-hmm well, Mark, this is yes, Miss Miss Sex with Ashley. Yes, I thank you for sharing your your one your 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 toy story and your and then sharing your whole stories. So again, tell the people where they can find you on the internet. You can find me on YouTube. It's all one word: my sex room. Um, it'll it'll be a guy that comes up with with a big ball head. That's me. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Hunt Markell, or you can type in My Sex Room as well. Um, I'm also on Instagram at mysexroom.net. And uh, that's pretty much it. And it's the same with Snapchat. So I'm all on all most popular social media handles. Right. And I'm, I, I'm also, I have a link tree ready on my Instagram where you guys can just bounce around from my website and from the show that I have and and, and all of my content. 
All right. I thank you, Mr. Martin. I thank you for having me. And for, and don't remember, ladies, you can jump in his inbox. He's, his DMs are open. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you, Miss Carl. So what do you think of the episode? What do you think of Markel, Crystal? When he said, like, some guys aren't into toys, but, like, if your girl meets a guy that is into toys, you have a problem. It's like, Facts, facts on facts. facts. On facts, on facts, on facts, on facts, on facts. facts. And I don't know what I do, I do know what it is. I I was, I was gonna say I don't know what it is with guys don't, who don't like to explore and try shit, but I do know what it is. I had a whole stats on Facebook about it, and we were talking about uh black. I feel like black women are are more exploratory when it comes to sex versus men, and I know that's because you know men are conditioned to feel that anything outside of regular penis to vagina sex is quote-unquote gay or is quote-unquote something that oh you don't do and so they they're not they're not allowed the they're not allowed to explore like we are I feel so I think that's part Mm -hmm. of the problem but I also feel that you know we are in the 21st century now and and you know I feel like women are coming full circle and we are leaving men behind and we need them to catch up and I right I mean in every way right in every way but especially when it comes to like sex and exploration that was it I think him just being that open and that grounded in like the things that he did it was like oh okay this person has just like a level of, um, you know, because the thing that's, that says I don't do that is just insecurity. Yes. Security is unattractive. Yes. Very you know much. what I mean? Like to me. Very much so. I- and so like, listen, that secure was like, okay. Like, it was, okay. it was very sexy. Cause I think I told him this, like I have a friend who is totally against all things that are not regular just penis and vagina sex he don't want to try no toys he don't want to do nothing that's not penis insert into vagina and although i do enjoy regular sex right i i do enjoy that but i also enjoy variety and i like trying different things and how boring to me just like how boring is it if all we gonna do is just regular penis and vagina that's it every time and like for me it's not necessarily like this is what I like but it does reek of this inflexibility and I think you're exact people who are open to trying are like fun and who are secure that's sexy like it's a turn on and so I think that's something that men need to know like it's a turn on when they willing to like just try things yeah and I think the reason why I like Markel is because we need more um men who like I told him we need more men not to try to tell us what we need to do because we have when there, there are enough women that's educators who got the women covered, right? I think we need more black male, uh, I, don't, I don't call them educators or whatever you want to call them, who are talking to black men. Because if they hear 
and from another black man maybe they'll realize oh it, this is okay there's something wrong with this oh he did this and he didn't turn gay like you know what i mean like i think <laughs> i think there needs to be a whole male movement of other black men talking about sex just just in the sanctuary of them and where they can like teach them things that oh you should do this to your woman she likes this you should try this you can explore um yeah don't focus on us we got us covered you need to focus on the men right and that's what i said there's a man selling men sex toys he's like turning men into machines like is this even a good idea <laughs> i was just saying like oh yeah if he's if that's what he's doing i'm like what if there is this mass movement of like prepared men that like show up with roses in their hand like what do we do <laughs> i know like there is this white dude um i can't think of his name but he teaches men how to make women squirt and he um mm-hmm. like he's like this, um i can't think of his name but it's like a whole movement like he has a youtube page a whole website that's all he does it's a white dude who teaches other men how to make women squirt that is his thing and like he makes money doing that um and i've watched a couple of his videos um i went to his website um and he's not doing anything uh you know anything like extraordinary he's just using his fingers um and hitting all the right all the right areas and that's what's happening and like it's people are like taking over taking back and like you know he's not this squirt master but yeah like we need i think we need something similar to that in like the black community so people will feel right more men feel comfortable yeah i mean he said like like i was like hold this on your clip while i'm fucking you like that's a love language yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, like, yes, because so, a lot of men are intimidated. They feel, and like, they feel that, oh, you, you get a sex toy, you're not going to ever want me no more. And that's not true. I get tired of using sex toys. I use, I use sex toys. Um, well, I don't have a, have a steady partner. So there's that. But a sex toy does not replace the warm body of a person. Right. Or the energy or the intention. Like I hold a toy on myself. It different than if someone who is caring for me wanting to please me holds a toy on me yeah same to- same place because i feel it's like different. it's just me i feel like i'm wetter with a person than with a toy and maybe i'm doing the toy wrong of course <laughs> i feel like you know it's just something about the intimacy of another person like the engagement of a person that it just makes me like you know goose yeah Message to the men, a toy cannot replace you. Cannot. Message to all partners out there. Now, a toy can replace, you know, bad sex. Yes. There there are some people I just really do toy (laughs) with. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Like, no, I ain't got time. Let me me just use this toy right quick. At least I know I will come with the toy, right? Uh, (laughs) But no, a toy does not replace people in general. No, it does not. He said he has a massage gun and like, I have one of those that the chiropractor recommended, but I never even thought to bring it, like use it outside of its regular instructions. <laughs> I didn't either. I don't know what that is. I still haven't looked that up. I need to look that up, see what that is. I did not know what that was. It sounded like a good time. So I need you to use that crystal and pour it back. <laughs> yeah. Cause like it's, um, it's like a gun and different attachments and one of them is like this kind of tennis ball looking thing and it does it just like pop 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 
and it's supposed to do your muscle, but then it just made me some things when he brought it up. So, you know. You don't think that would be like too intense though? No? It seems like it could be, but it's got settings on it. But what it does, what it is, is this really deep vibration. Like it's different than like the vibration of like a toy. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm thinking. Like, it seems like the, the, cause it's, it's into your muscles. So I don't know. I think in the right spot, really nice. Well, yeah. And Crystal, Crystal's homework for this episode is to, um, go try this. <laughs> and by the time this air in the group, tell us how it worked out. <laughs> now I want to know like I really want to know I really want to know now you know like um okay so in his story he was saying he first started using sex toys at 19 an older woman kind of showed him the rope it's oh, always that older right is. that you teach one I was getting ready to say it's always an older woman who is teaching these men how to have sex. It's either it's an older woman teaching you how to eat pussy or it's an older woman teaching you how to fuck. But it's always that older lady that's taking these young boys by the hand and be like, you know what? Let me show you how to do this. That kind of reminds me of the episode with the goddess, the goddess episode, where she taught that boy how to make her squirt. And you know, my hat's off to all the type of ladies. I don't have it in me. I don't. I'm, I don't have it in me to teach you. This is not my. That's not my. That's that's not my industry. I ain't got it in me. Mm-hmm. Well, we do have it in you to talk about pleasing you, but isn't, and that's teaching too. It is, and I do, and I do, I do believe that with your partner, you're going to have to do some some form of teaching right? You're going to have to show them what you right. want because people are different, but I kind of need you to kind of already come with the basics. Yeah. But I will say that, you know, it, like I, like we're talking about, it's always that older woman that's willing to like coach. And I think it's because a lot of times as women, we have to get up in age before we are like taking responsibility for our own pleasure. Mm-hmm. And so like, one of my favorite things to hear was like Meg the Stallion. She's like young. She's in her 20s. And for her to put a lyric in a song that says, don't fuck me like that, fuck me like this. Yeah. Like that's really empowering. Like all these girls in their 20s to be able to say like, this is how I like to be fucked. So you don't have to get to 40 before you're actually getting. And I think that's because I was talking to someone and we were talking about like demographic of my demographic i'm doing the this a sexual wellness box um i'm plugging myself mm-hmm. um so it's like my favorite thing mm-hmm. so we had to do a demographic of the of the women who i was trying to promote the box to and i told um the, my marketer of the team person i was working with i was like it's going to be women who are in like their mid 30s 30s to like 40s because i feel like when you're in your 20s eh, I feel like in your 20s, you it's, it's when you collect the most bodies, but you don't really have the most, the best sex, I feel like, until you're like in your 30s and in your 40s, because you don't really know what you're doing. You're just going through bodies and getting what right. people are giving you. It's, right. not, it's not until we realize like, you know what, I don't, I don't, I don't have sex with 20 people last year. And <laughs> reevaluate like you know what <laughs> now you realize that uh quality over quant- quantity matters that it matters right for sure 
For sure. Yeah. So I think that was major. Um, just this idea that, I mean, like I was listening and I was like, this is partially why we do this. Like why we do this podcast. So we can have these kinds of um, men using toys to please their partners and women speaking up for themselves. Like, yeah. I feel like, like this was a really good conversation for that. But then I got disappointed at the end. Oh Lord. Why? Why Crystal? Because like, it was like, oh, my wife likes pussy too. Yes. Y'all go ahead and slide in DMs, but only if your, your vulva doesn't look like lasagna. Like I'm like, how mangled must this person's vulva must have been for them to act like that? Like that was so juvenile to me, I think. I, I got disappointed by that comment too. Then I realized, I explained to him um, that vulvas come to alternation sizes, right? I just realized that some right. they, they were just ignorant on, you know, that all vulvas don't look the same. And I think um, that's a, that was a great teaching moment because I've had women who inboxed me and asking me whether vaginas normal because they probably have heard people say that, oh, it looks like, I, you know, you've heard the, the, the roast beef reference, or it looks like this, or it looks like that, yeah. you know, because yeah. typically with porn, we we see one type of vagina, um, if it's not amateur porn, but typically like in um, mainstream porn, it's one type, and if you're, and it's like the pink on the inside, um, small, the regular lips, clitoris is not, not really enlarged, it's a regular clitoris, um, but there's so many types of vaginas out there. Um, so they're all right. normal, I think, because we to see one type, we assume because you don't look like that, that you're abnormal and that's not true. Definitely vulva variety. But I just thought about this, Ashley, you should offer this service. Like people should be able to like pay you 20 bucks to t- send you a picture of their vulva and you could be like and they could be like is this normal and you could just be like yes it could be like an automatic system <laughs> but like it's normal <laughs> like I feel like millions of women would pay you $20 to look at their vulva and and confirm that it is normal I do think and I might do this I do think I might have like a vulva show and tell type class where we sit there and we look at each other's coochies and we talk about different types of coochies and we identify our coochies right. um, based on the different types. Okay. I think that's important because, yeah, people are different. And I think it, once you realize that, oh, there's someone who looks like me, you have better sexual self-esteem. You won't be insecure about how you look. You're like, you know, there's someone over there who had a coochie like mine or similar to mine and, and her man eats it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, but I did, I did think that was yeah. a little I did think that was a little juvenile. I ain't gonna lie, I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a little juvenile. But, but this was a really good episode. I hope a lot of men listen to it and like explore because of it. I hope so too, because men, if you don't, 10 years from now, we're gonna be fucking ourselves and you're gonna be wondering why no one's fucking you. And it's gonna be because. <laughs> We are light years ahead of you and we are tired of doing this regular old doggy style. That's why. That's why. Amen. So make sure that you um, join our Facebook discussion group, Ho and Tail discussion group. And make sure you follow me and Crystal on IG. I am at Sex with Ashley and she is at Crystal the Oracle. And I have a new podcast that is Gossip and Gasms where I talk about all the trending celebrity and sex 
topic of the week. It's pretty interesting. So make sure you check that out. That's also where podcasts are found. <laughs>